Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull, and I appreciate you being with us. This segment is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com or contact me directly. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. Well, today we're going to talk about the industrial real estate market. You know, the industrial real estate has just really been booming, really been doing well. But there's been some changes in the market. You know, we've had higher interest rates. We've had supply issues. Uh, we have higher interest rates coming in. We have some economic adjustments. So what's going on with performance and, and what should we expect moving forward and what's going on with cap rates and, and sales? Well, please welcome my guest. It's Emregard Jabber, Jabber. She is Senior Economist with Moody's Analytics, and she's joining us here on uh, on video here if you're watching the video of the show or uh, if you're just audio you obviously just audio welcome thank you very much for inviting me michael well thank you for being with us and uh you know the industrial market the rents have just really been uh, increasing really rapidly more rapidly so i think in the entire my entire career of the last several years uh what's the trend now what are you seeing we're seeing rents continue to really grow at, at an extremely uh fast pace uh, right now, in the in the third quarter, we saw rents uh, continue to skyrocket because skyrocket really is the correct word for for everything um, that we've seen in the industrial sector over the past eighteen months in particular. Uh, so, if we look at flex R and D space, for example, we saw effective rent grow by three point eight percent in the third quarter. And of course, distribution and warehouse, the absolute darling of CRE, uh, rents grew by about 5.6% uh, in, the, in the third quarter. Wow, in one quarter. In one quarter, yes. That is really amazing. And what about occupancy? I know we've been uh, building more uh, industrial properties than we ever have, right? Absolutely. So um, construction has been extremely strong in the industrial sector particularly um, for warehouse distribution properties. But nonetheless, uh, we keep setting record low vacancy rates and this past third quarter was absolutely no exception in terms of that. Vacancy uh, fell by 110 basis points uh, from the second quarter to the third quarter uh, in the distribution warehouse subsector, uh, ending the third quarter at 3.99%, which is absolutely again, spectacular. Industrial is really going from strength to strength. And yeah. there's a similar story in, in flex properties as well, uh, where vacancy ended the third quarter at 5.1%. You know, and that 3.9 vacancy, is that almost a record as long as we've been checking, checking this, or has it been that strong before? It is. It is a record. It's a record low. And in fact, uh, for the past five quarters, uh, both distribution warehouse properties as well as flex R&D properties have been setting record low vacancy rates, despite relatively healthy construction. 
And we've seen a lot of uh, spec development in the industrial world, which uh, I've been in this business for 35 years. And and then in my beginning of my career, that was almost unheard of. Um, Are we are we keeping up with supply? Are we overbuilding? You know, what do you expect moving forward? I know Amazon is kind of maybe pulled back a little bit on their use. Right. So, of course, one of the major headwinds that we're seeing in the industrial sector is Amazon's uh, relatively recent announcement of uh, closures, cancellations, and delays uh, in their logistics centers. Uh, However, uh, some of our developer contacts have told us that right now they're at 98% uh, leased in pre-leasing. And uh, additionally, uh, they have to build on spec basically um, because uh, there's no really time uh, in the market to build to suit. So they're they're building and they're building because they know that tenants don't really take them seriously until until the walls are up and, and the core structure is built. Yeah, that's amazing. One of our clients uh, just had a major tenant on a very large industrial building sign at, at least, and the rent was uh, would not be decided upon until the building was finished. And the, the uh, developer said, look, I don't really know what my costs are going to be until I finish it. So if you want to secure this building, um, then you, you need to sign a lease and agree to the rent's going to be whatever I tell you it is. And they said yes and signed it. I'm like, wow, what a yeah, crazy there's, market. There's so many stories like that in the industrial um, sector at the moment. It's it's really booming. I think that it, that can't be overemphasized really at this point. Well, what do you expect moving forward? You know, everybody's expecting, uh, seems like everyone is expecting a bit of a slowdown in the economy. Um, and, uh, and, and we have been building a lot. What do you expect for performance moving forward? So performance is expected to remain uh, very he- healthy, positive, and, and strong going forward. But of course, as I mentioned earlier, the Amazon headwinds uh, definitely show that there's uh, room in the market for potential change. Uh, and this is the point where we have to think of what the main drivers of growth are in the industrial sector. Of course, e-commerce has been uh, a major driver of growth um, over the past several years, really accelerated over the past two and a half years by by the pandemic. Um, so when we see slowdowns in consumer spending, that's, of course, a concern for the industrial sector. And and we are seeing consumer spending relatively flat. For example, the September um, advanced retail sales number uh, was flat from, from month over month from August. So that, of course, is a concern. But then if we turn to the um, other drivers of, of industrial growth, there's always manufacturing. And the supply chain issues that that we faced over um over really the start and much of the pandemic and now less so of course it's eased uh but that definitely has been beneficial for the industrial sector in a sense and the sense is that so many companies have looked um to reshoring manufacturing or nearshoring manufacturing um and so that's definitely going to uh, bolster uh, the industrial sector going forward. Yeah, and and I guess for industrial real estate, uh, the holiday shopping season's kind of 
already here, I guess, and uh, it's gone through their warehouses or it's there. Um, but as an economist, what do you expect for uh, holiday shopping uh, this year, maybe compared to last? It's definitely going to be dependent on uh, consumer sentiment, of course. And what we've seen is that consumer sentiment fell to an all-time low uh, in June. Uh, and uh, the reading was 50. And for a little bit of context, monthly readings go back to about the late 70s, but the consumer sentiment index from the University of Michigan has been either quarterly or uh, biannually dating back to uh, the 50s. And so what it tells us is that in this quite long period of time, the fact that we experienced the lowest consumer sentiment um, on record this past June means that uh, people are hesitant really to, to part with their dollars. They're not sure where the, uh, the economy's going. There's a ton of uncertainty. But at the same time, uh, since June, the consumer sentiment index has ticked back upward um, to the high 50s. And that's a positive sign that the tide is turning. So inflation, of course, uh, hits people's pockets, and we're seeing now um, persistent inflation rather than um, temporary transitory inflation, as was um, sort of initially uh, forecast uh, at the start of the high inflationary period. Um, of course, the Fed is taking tremendous steps towards repairing that, but with tightening monetary policy comes higher costs of capital. And so the cost of borrowing becomes, uh, it becomes more expensive to borrow. And therefore, consumers will think twice uh, about how much they spend or what they're able to spend. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that also impacts uh, investment sales, right? Maybe potentially property values and cap rates. Are you seeing any changes yet in the industrial world as far as sales volume or cap rates? So. Industrial is very much like multifamily now. It's seen as a very safe asset. And so in terms of cap rate volatility, we're not seeing a lot uh, at the moment. Uh, in fact, our current forecasts for cap rates are that they will remain uh, more or less flat uh, where they are at the moment, just north of 7% for industrial properties uh, nationwide. Uh, there may be a slight uptick uh, over the short term, three to six months, but very minimal. And then we actually forecast that cap rates in the industrial sector uh, will, will decline over the next two to three years. And that's really because of the strength of uh, the value of industrial properties and the, uh, the fact that as the asset class can continue to grow. That's interesting. So the slight uptick that might happen in the next three to six months, is that because of just the, the jar of the increase on the interest rates? That's correct. Exactly. Um, interest rates are increasing. So assuming that the risk premium uh, remains the same, uh, cap rates would forcibly have to increase just a little bit. But uh, at the moment, uh, we don't foresee any major turbulence in the industrial sector. Are you seeing any trends uh, yet on a sales volume of industrial properties adjusting? So industrial properties are still ticking along at, at a really healthy pace. 
uh, in terms of uh, transactions volumes. Uh, there's definitely very much a lot of interest in the market for uh, industrial properties. I mean, we can point to the recent acquisition of Duke Realty by Prologis as, as, a, as a major example of, of the tremendous interest in industrial properties at the moment. Are there any markets um, that you see that are uh, hotter than others or any markets that are maybe uh, struggling a little bit more? I guess none of them seem to be struggling, right? So, so I wouldn't say that any of them are struggling per se. Um, the notable market um, in the third quarter that perhaps didn't perform as well as all the others uh, was Fort Lauderdale, where we saw um, slight negative absorption and just a small uptick in, in the vacancy rate. Um, but as expected, the major the major industrial uh, markets uh, continue to, to do well. So northern New Jersey, uh, Los Angeles, uh, Houston, San Jose, Oakland, East Bay. And obviously, if, you know, if, if one knows a little bit about shipping, these are uh, markets that are very close to major ports. Anything else we should think about uh, related to industrial properties moving forward? So I would say that the main the main thing to think of is the um, potential for headwinds on the horizon. It's definitely, as I mentioned earlier, not a major cause for concern at the moment, uh, but one shouldn't get carried away necessarily with uh, um, how well the industrial sector is doing and really think to how the industrial sector might be impacted by a potential recession. Okay, excellent. Well, good advice in regard. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate the information. Thank you very much. And if you'd like more information, uh, you know, visit uh, Moody's Analytics. Uh, we'll have their website on our website at CREshow.com. And thank you for joining us around the country. Please let us know what you think. And thank you for sharing the show and reviewing the show. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh. And join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Buxton. Take leasing, site selection, and due diligence to the next level. Make the right decisions with on-demand mobile data. Visit buxtonco.com. By Bull Realty. For proven commercial real estate asset and occupancy solutions, contact me. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success. Expert level commercial real estate broker training cloud access one up to 21 one hour videos visit commercialagentsuccess.com thank you for reviewing subscribing and sharing america's commercial real estate show